This is the LAW Podcast Series with Peter Gowers, the podcast to connect LAW members and have some fun talking about their personal and professional lives. Hello there. Welcome to you wherever you're listening. This is the LAW Podcast Series. My name is Peter Gowers. On this episode of the podcast, we are headed to Cape Town in South Africa. We'll be chatting with Clive Hendricks, who is a partner at Murray, Muller, Hendricks Attorneys. Clive, welcome to the LAW podcast series. Hi, good afternoon, Peter, and uh, thanks for having me. Nice to talk to you. Uh, I'm looking forward to this because um, it's taken us not that long to tee it up, but uh, I'm interested in in not only uh, your firm, etc., but other things regarding South Africa as well. So it'd be good to have a chat. Sure. So we'll start with the first question, which we ask all of our guests, and, and that is, where are you from originally, Clive? Right. I was uh, born and bred in, in Paul. Paul is about 60 kilometers from uh, central Cape Town, uh, uh, quite a an old, historic and, and iconic uh, town, well-known for its wines, as most of the, the other districts uh, 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 around Cape Town, Stellenbosch, Franjuk, and, and, and those are. Um, but I, but I work and ply my trade in, uh, in, in Cape Town, in the CBD. And so your schooling, you did that in PAL? Yes, uh, um, I uh, did my primary school and also secondary school. That's now high school for us here yeah, um, in, 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 in South Africa, in, in, in PAL. And uh, I imagine um, you've moved now that you're working in Cape Town. So have you moved closer to, to the CBD area? Yes, yes, yes. I've, it was just convenient for me to move closer to, to my workplace. So I, I stay about 20, 20 kilometers from, from uh, my office, which obviously helps with commuting, uh, etc. And then uh, most of, of Catonians, those who have their workplaces in the CBD, live outside the CBD. There's obviously those that that uh, are housed in in uh, um, flats, apartments, uh, um, at the side of the world, but I haven't seen the need. You know, I'm married, so uh, you, you want to have the house and the yard and the, and the dog, and those things typically don't go with apartments. And so what's life like in uh, what I would refer to as the suburbs? Uh, outside of Cape Town, is it relatively free and easy? Well, yeah, no, no, it's 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 um, it's quite a nice mix of uh, um, either apartment blocks um, on, in some quarters, and then free freestanding houses um, uh, on the other. Um, a, a, a quite a there's been quite a development of uh, uh, gated communities. In, 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 in most of our affluent areas, um, which is to be help, uh, welcomed. Obviously, we, we know uh, uh, um, uh, it helps assist with security issues, crime, etc. So those are your, your young and upcoming professionals 
those are typically the, the, the things that they would look out for. Um, where, in what area am I going to reside? And, um, will it be in a gated community or otherwise? So the, the preferences nowadays, your, your gated community. Mm. And Clive, um, when you left school, uh, was the aspiration to become a lawyer or did this come later in life? Um, well, no, no, no. I, it, it definitely came later in life. So I started out as a, a, a courier, um, moving um, a whole host of things around. So I thought when I was still young, uh, fresh out of school, and I thought this was probably the best job ever. Uh, uh, just driving around from town to town, picking st- stuff up, dropping stuff off. Uh, uh, obviously, no, 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 no real exertion. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I put up with that probably about five, five years or so. And then, and then, uh, um, yeah, I got to realize that that's, that cannot be all that life has to offer. Mm. So what was the inspiration to uh, pursue a career in law? Uh, look, but I, I, when, when, when I moved out of the private sector, uh, I, I actually, before pursuing law, went into the public sector and I joined the Department of Correctional Services. In, in European countries, it's typically called Department of Corrections or something like that. So mm. I was a typical prison warden. And uh, um, so, so as uh, I, there's a saying that 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 goes that says that uh, um, fear is a powerful motivator. So what happened? What happened to me was when I joined the Department of Corrections. Two things: number one, during my training, I I never thought that I were going to be exposed to firearms. I thought that no, but there's no carrying of firearms inside a prison because I've never seen that before. Mm. Typically, the wardens only, uh, uh, they don't wear firearms because firearms are typically not allowed in prison. But when I went for my training, uh, part of my training was I needed to be able to to not only uh, um, use a firearm, but be, but uh, um, uh, be skilled in, in uh, um, a whole host of things involving firearms. And, and that, from the very get-go, scared uh, the bejesus out of me. Uh, uh, and and uh, I obviously I went through the training and it was difficult, and, and I immediately at that point started realizing, but look, this is not for me. It's not really what I signed up for. And then I went through the training and got to the prison, and then I'm now inside the prison looking after the most dangerous criminals that, that can be housed in one, one particular building. And then again, uh, not being armed with a firearm, but armed with some sort of plastic, what they call a tonfer, uh, um, the American uh, um, cops also uh, have that. It's a plastic stick, etc. Anything. So armed with that particular thing, and then uh, the ratio was one to th- one to thirty or forty inmates. So if those thirty or forty inmates decide, well, today is going to be Clive's day, he's not going to mm-hmm. make it. Then. There's no way that that tonfer <laughs> is going to assist <laughs> me in, in in defending myself. So that was the other quite a fearful experience because. 
every day I was exposed to a huge amount of risk. Mm. Uh, um, and, and again, I, I thought, well, it wasn't really what I signed up for. And, and because I was exposed to this risk situations on a daily basis, that I, I just decided, listen, I need to get, get to another profession. And I immediately started studying. I worked then during the night, applied to work during the night um, um, on these towers that surround the prison, prisons where that watch out towers, most of the mm. prisons have it. Mm. So during the night I was sitting in those towers and during the day I went to campus and I went to study full time. Uh, it wasn't easy, but I finished two degrees um, in, in the amount of time that was allotted. And then... Yeah, I, I just uh, um, uh, progressed into to lawyering and I've, I've never looked back. What a great story. Um, I've spoken to other members of LAW who became lawyers because uh, it was a family tradition. I've spoken to some who literally just fell into it because they didn't really want to do anything else and they, they decided to become lawyers. There was one who said that they became a lawyer because their mother told them they had to do that. But um, <laughs> what a wonderfully yeah. articulated story! So you did it out of fear. I love it. Yeah, yeah that that was that was my my, 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 my motivator. And uh, um, uh, fortunately for me, also I was the first lawyer also in our family uh, and in our extended family. And. Uh, um, was obviously a, 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 a for the family a, a, a quite a, a welcome achievement and yeah uh, yeah everybody's still happy um, and also yes. what a, what a great environment to motivate you there'd be no better environment to decide you want to do something else than working in the prisons <laughs> <laughs> yes of course yes of course I mean obviously lawyering's got its own set of challenges but I can tell you now it's nothing in comparison with what I've seen for mm. over a period of five, six years in a very, very dangerous prison. Mm. Our, prison our, our prisons are featured on, on, on Netflix episodes uh, yeah. as the, one of the most dangerous places to, to work at. So I'm mm. glad that that uh, episode of mine, or at least that career trajectory of mine, was, was a short stint. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also um, picturing the scene where little Clive's got his plastic baton trying to... <laughs> Fend of 30, 30 guys with makeshift knives and stuff and so on. <laughs> Please yeah. just uh, just yeah. get it done because <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm not getting out of this one. But uh, yeah. uh, look, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of guys that are still, they still, because of uh, the situation that they find themselves in, that that stick that stick it out, and no, obviously no no bad reflection on them. Yeah. But uh, um, there, but there's always another option, and, and I think uh, um, uh, when I speak to some of my colleagues that I worked uh, uh, with back in the day, a lot of them went to then because of my story went to go study, and they didn't become wow. lawyers, but, but they they became they became either they went into the ministry, they went into education, became teachers, uh, um, and some of them also became lawyers, some of them became prosecutors and so on. So, so 
um, look, it, it's probably a, 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 a personal choice that everybody at some point need, need, needs mm-hmm. to make um, uh, in, in one's career. So it, it worked out for me, um, and, and uh, I'm sure that it obviously worked out, would work out for anybody who just make the decision. How fantastic, though, that um, you know you've you've got other people that followed you as a result of the example that you set. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, 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 we, we we still kind of some of them. There's about nine guys that I that I know. We kind of stay stay in touch, and I see on social media what they are doing mm. and so on. Mm. And it's 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 really really heartwarming. Mm. That's fantastic. Well, you're right. There, there is only two things that I know about South African prisons, and one is exactly as you described um, that the you know, Netflix series presents them as very harsh and punishing places with a lot of people you probably don't want to get mixed up with. Um, mm. The the other is uh, in relation to uh, a former Olympian who. Uh, yeah, is that was yeah. he in your yeah. prison or another one? He he was no, he was not in 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 Western Cape. He was he's, he's in another uh, prison. Yeah, okay. He's, he's in a, he's in a prison in a, in another in another province, and I can imagine that he has got it very 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 tough and difficult there because prisons mm. are really not equipped to handle people with disabilities. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's almost a double punishment for him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, we shall move on from the uh, prison system and uh, <laughs> talk, talk on the other side of the coin and about yes. uh, which, which areas of law that you spend most of your time practicing in these days. Yeah. So, so I started off uh, doing um, litigation. So early in my career, uh, I liked um, criminal litigation. Uh, and, and, and I suspect that my partners also recruited me because they, they, they knew that my background was actually, I, I've worked in prison. So it may very well be a natural progression to do criminal work and so on. So early on in my career, I decided, well, perhaps that's not a, a, a bad thing. I can now, I can now keep my clients out of prison. So when <laughs> I speak, so I, so when I speak to them, I can say, listen, I've been there. I know how it is. You don't want to go. So please adhere to your bow conditions, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then obviously, because I know, uh, uh, um, uh, I had that particular, uh, uh, context. Um, I, I fought harder for my, for my clients. Um, and, 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 and it made me in the first five years of my career, I'd actually, uh, flourished in, in, in criminal law. And then, what what transpired was the 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 the, the better you get uh, by word of mouth, the the obviously your name spread around. So now the kind of clientele that you attract are are bigger criminals. So you start off by drunken driving misdemeanors and uh, uh, assault uh, uh, GBH, which is now assault common, uh, small those kind of things and so on. And then before you know it. You, you work, big, big guys come to you, the drug lords and all those kind of things. And then when that started happening, I again had to do some introspection. Say, listen, is, is this, 
what I want to do for the rest of my life. Do I actually want to um, be the lawyer for the white collar uh, criminals and also the drug lords and all those kind of things? And then uh, the, my answer came quick and I said, no. And then I pivoted and I started doing personal injury work and I just stopped doing criminal work. Personal mm-hmm. injury work, and then that was because that is civil litigation. That kept me busy for quite some some time, about six, seven years again, almost 10 years. I enjoyed it because now I'm working with doctors, uh, professionals in the civil court. Nobody's going to jail. Nobody's threatening nobody. Uh, um, and, and, and a much more civil uh, um, uh, kind of kind of work, but again, court work. And then um, because I did a master's degree, post, postgraduate degree in, in employment law, I started doing on the side employment law also. So to get back to your question, my the, the bulk of my work is now in the employment law space, but a whole lot of facets of, of uh, employment law and then also a uh, um, bit of corporate litigation and to some extent, um, also insolvency, because mm-hmm. um, because we, we are a general practice. Um, uh, my firm, we are about 11, 11 uh, partners now. Our staff component is about one hundred and thirty. So clients come to us, and they would want to. It's it's from all for all spectrums, uh, um, and all but it, it, it can be anything under the sun. And then we must be able to say, all right. Of our 25 lawyers and 11 partners, is there somebody that can either do criminal matter, civil matter, insolvency matter, etc.? And then we obviously source it in. But my focus has been predominantly now in the employment space, corporate space, a bit of insolvency. So it sounds like you personally, but also the firm, um, sort of in tandem, have have been able to uh, establish in areas and expand uh, on a needs basis as, as required. Yes, that that that's indeed the case. The firm the firm is um, uh, over seventy years old, so so it's been around for quite some time. We do a lot of bank work and so on. So depending on <clears throat> on uh, um, the needs of particularly corporate clients. Uh, um, we, we've started to do things that we were not uh, um, uh, uh, almost um, exposed to historically, mm. um, as obviously as things uh, 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 progress. Um, we, we, being a, a member of LAW, has also now exposed us to where I've now dealt with retrenchments, perhaps on a South African scale. I've now been exposed to dealing with retrenchment on a global scale. You mm. understand where where a, a, a corporate client's got its footprint in a whole lot of countries, in, in, including South Africa. So now I've now been exposed to 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 to, to a complete different uh, uh, um, a context of the kind of work that I do. And law LAW allows us to 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 obviously. Almost spread our wings and 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 uh, um, provide a, 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 a offering on a, on on an international scale. Hmm. And and what is the basis of the legal system in South Africa? Uh, you know the the UK, for example, 
works under that common law um, sort we, of landscape. We, Is it similar? Yeah, yes, we 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 uh, um, are also um, under common law, a bit of Roman Dutch, <laughs> but uh, um, yes, uh, our uh, in the UK, um, our much of our our case law and our legislation are are um, are modelled around um, what is happening, especially in the uh, in English law developments in English law. Mm-hmm. Typically, when we come across a particular concept, a legal concept, or a scenario that we haven't dealt with before, before uh, and we need to, our constitution tells us that we must look at uh, that we are allowed to look at foreign foreign uh, legislation and developments, mm. then um, uh, UK law being common law based would be typically um, uh, the sources of, of information or at least guidance. Mm. And how about the legal fraternity overall? How has it matured or changed uh, since uh, the change of, of the previous uh, government to uh, the, the recent governments from, say, Nelson Mandela onwards, uh, as the way that the fraternity has matured or developed changed much or has it remained mainly the same? Look, look, there's, there's been a lot of legislative changes uh, um, which, which brought about um, some structural uh, uh, changes are in, 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 in the way we operate and the way we are governed. But, um, as for the practitioner on the ground, if you ask the practitioner on the ground, nothing really in substance has changed. The law governing lawyers on the ground, uh, uh has changed. But, but the way we practice have been really kind of been, uh, 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 uh very similar to how uh, lawyers practice pre pre nineteen ninety four. Obviously, the opportunities of of uh, how and where we practice is now much more broader. Um, uh, typically, pre nineteen ninety four, as only a certain uh, 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 kind of firm or certain set of lawyers did a certain specialized kind of work. It's now much more broader. Where where um, uh, 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 Many other opportunities um, has has over the past twenty five years or so has has come about. So the 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 legislature thing change um, is is we are now all um, in the past we were were like attorneys on the one side and then we've got advocates or counsels on the other side. You've got barristers and solicitors, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, so, so now we are all legal practitioners, all right? Uh, uh, governed by the same, the same legislation, the same code of conduct, and then, and then, uh, um, insofar as as how we engage um, uh, uh, via that legislation, uh, uh, we only now need to look at this this uh, 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 one one guide, so to speak. So. Yes, things things uh, uh, from a legislative point of view has changed, but from from uh, a practicing lawyer perspective, uh, probably not that much. It's really interesting. Uh, you you also mentioned before. I know you're not practicing in this area now, but I wonder if if you'd have just a couple of moments where you could 
give us some some background. The the understanding uh, from outside of South Africa is that um, crime has very much escalated in recent years. Is that correct? And can you put a finger on why that might be? Well, uh, look, um, we've always been um, quite high if one looks at the statistics uh, and in comparison with, with other countries, we've always been quite high when it comes to crime, uh, our, our stats. Um, whether there's been in the past five years a, an increase, I can, I, I can say yes, whether that increase has been dramatic because of a particular event or uh, 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 I, I cannot say that that is in fact the case. There are obviously triggers that suggest um, that uh, 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 crime is, is, is on, on, on the rise, but those triggers comes and go. A, a particular trigger, perhaps if I, uh, if, if, if I recall, was when the former president Zuma was arrested mm. uh, um, f- uh, um, for that contempt uh, uh, proceedings. In, uh, during those, those contempt proceedings, where there was a whole lot of crime, looting going on, and so on and so on. That is a particular event that occurred. It, it sparked up, and obviously South Africa were portrayed as very violent and all those kind of things. Um, but but that's that's. I wouldn't say that if one looks at those footage, that that is the picture of South Africa. Gotcha. Uh, um, uh, Yes, we we should certainly uh, um, place a focus on on crime prevention as well. I I do a lot of work for for and against uh, um, the security services and so on. So I see sometimes some of the, 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 the stats and like I say, uh, uh, like I said in the beginning, I, I, I can't pinpoint that there's been now a dramatic increase. We've always been uh, on the Cape Flats. There's, the crime has always been 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 rife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So 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 uh, 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 people that typically comes come to Cape Town and if, if they know me and they they inquire and so on, uh, my advice is, would typically be: look, at the end of the day, if you come to the CBD, uh, um, it's it's unlikely that if you walk around my office, which is in the CBD, and go to restaurants and so on, that you will suddenly just be mugged and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 that's 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 not common. You don't you don't. That's not. Yeah, it, it would be strange if, if that happens. But if you now go walk in the night alone, yeah, in some of the corridors, or go or drive out in the night in in areas which are typically prone to to, to crime and so on. Your, the chances, the risk of something happen increases. Not saying that it would, but increase. And I and I and I think that holds true for 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 most countries, even European countries. There, yep. there are some places in the UK that I shouldn't have any business in go walking around just at night and so mm. on. So because that would just be silly. Uh, 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 nothing may happen, but something could possibly yeah. happen. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. Look, um, uh, it, it, 
typically when, when, when my guests come over, uh, we talk about, okay, so just avoid that areas and so on. And if you really want to go, if you want to go to a township and so on, let me go then go with, because I'm going to arrange somebody off the township, a lawyer yeah. that knows or somebody that knows that's going to operate with us. Yeah. Because there's always issues of language barriers. Uh, 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 20 minutes from now, you or to a drive, 20, uh, not even a 10 minute drive out of the CBD, you may mm. get in an area where there's a language barrier. Then, then there's a problem. Mm. Yeah. You, you, you understand. But, uh, um, yeah, I, 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 we can certainly do much more than what we're currently doing about crime. Mm. And what about uh, on the employment law and personal injury side of things? Uh, mm. Have you noticed an increase in that workload as well, or has that always been steady? Well, uh, um, since the since the epidemic, um, the the movement on the on the employment uh, law side has been quite uh, dramatic. Um, obviously, there's the COVID pre brought in a whole different way of looking at at the employment relationship. There were ninety percent of our employee um, employers never even considered remote working, but they were obliged to start look, looking mm. at that. Then um, uh, how, how do we deal with equipment? How do we deal with with uh, um, issues of load shedding? Uh, um, so, so those challenges brought about, instead of uh, um, doing, maybe making capital investments to allow employees to work remotely, with their computers and with their power backup power supply and with internet connection and so forth, it was for a lot of employers. It was just, especially the smaller ones, it was just easier to retrench. So with retrenchments and dismissals comes litigation, and then obviously with litigations, uh, uh, lawyers get work. So there was a dramatic uptick of 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 work for lawyers in the employment space. Uh, during that particular uh, uh, period, and even 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 post that period, I recall that I had to do a whole lot of new policies, mm. speaking to specifically remote work and equipment that are being uh, uh, borrowed and and internet use policies and all those kind of things. Those things were not required prior to COVID, but employers were now obliged to start looking at at that particular aspect. So far as personal injury law is concerned, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, uh, that has always, that has always been, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's been a lot of movements uh, insofar as that is concerned. And I don't think COVID really, really uh, affected it that that much. I, I haven't spoken to guys that still operate in that space, but I can imagine with 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 COVID and with a time when people when hospitals couldn't provide respirators and all those kind of things, that maybe from that angle they may have picked up some litigation against government because government at some point couldn't supply enough of those things. I mm. just don't know whether 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 uh, the the uptake of that uh, kind of litigation were 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 dramatic. Um, uh, uh, um, or, or, or huge in a sense. Sure. Yeah, thanks. That that explains it really well. Mm-hmm. Cl- 
Clive, let's get out of the office now and uh, talk about what you like to do in your spare time. What What are your hobbies? Well, look, uh, I, <laughs> I've got I've got two boys. Uh, um, uh, uh, one is one is now finishing his, his schooling career, so he's a hockey player. Uh-huh. So 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 I needed to decide. All right, so. I, I should start playing a little bit of hockey, maybe social or so on, uh, um, in order to just keep up with him and, 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 and take him for his private training and so on and save a couple of bucks. So mm. I decided against the social hockey and just then go throw balls and uh, uh, look on, on YouTube for drills and et cetera, et cetera. So in terms of, in terms of a, hobby, I don't, a hobby, I don't have a specific hobby but they uh the the one that's still in school keeps me quite busy with mm. with with uh, uh with, with with hockey the older one is um he's he's doing some some modeling work so he's uh um quite 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 busy so so he again is quite an entrepreneur so mm. he keeps me now busy on the other side because every now and then Okay, he's now have got this new idea. What do I think about it? And give me some bullet points and so forth. And, uh, what book must I read, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, tomorrow again. No, I want to start learning how to trade online and so on. I know nothing about trading. Okay, so <laughs> let's 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 see whether we can figure this out. Isn't there uh, a dummies? Uh, a version of uh, trading on, <laughs> online. Let's read that. So, 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 so uh, it would have been ideal for me to have a hobby, just focusing on on uh, my switching off from from practice. But uh, um, uh, that's not now the case. My my, I call it now my hobby is kind of almost latching onto what my two boys are currently doing and says, okay, so this is now my switch off. I'm now certainly going to work on or assist the one with the sport and the other one with uh, all the ideas that he wakes up in the morning with. Mm. Uh, well, I, I also have young children. Mine are a bit younger than yours, but uh, yes. <laughs> I think that having hobbies of your own is very difficult when you've got school-aged children. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. But you, but obviously, you would agree with me that you, you, you kind of need a switch off uh, uh, from from your 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 day to day job. And I always thought that uh, um, having a hobby is 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 got its place uh, um, because if you, uh, I, I obviously read uh, um, not not. Uh, books, so to, but but read case law and all those kind of things, and I was always thinking, I wonder whether this is not perhaps my hobby. But no, it's actually work. Mm. When you go read another law book or piece of legislation, even in your own time, it's got no nothing to do with a with a case. You're actually still working, so you're not never switching off. So um, I can't call obviously that my hobby. So <laughs> I, I'm always keen to hear um, what my boys are up to, so that mm. I can just latch on and and and. And, and get to that point where actually not thinking about law uh, and hit and hitting hitting uh, hockey balls etc. Yeah, I think what I've found is that uh, you, you become a, a coach 
in all different yes. ways, a, a sports coach, a business coach, an ideas yes. coach, uh, yes. you know, a, a, a personal coach of uh, yes. you know, trying to point them in the right direction all the time. <laughs> precisely, precisely. <laughs> and then, and look, it's 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 uh, it, it helps it, it helps them a lot, obviously, and it also it's good 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 for for the family. Uh, um, it, it, it just it just helps uh, um, with with keeping the the fabric in the, the in the in, in the family uh, healthy. Yeah, sure does. Well, finally, Clive, I'm going to ask you the question that uh, everybody seems to dread, and then say, "Oh, that's such an unfair question." But I've I've decided um, to unilaterally make it possible to mention more than one person when you do this. So don't feel too hemmed in to only mention the one, but <laughs> <laughs> if you were to name a person uh, from another firm in LAW that's inspired or influenced or perhaps helped you in some way, either professionally or personally, uh, who would that be and why? All right. So, so you, you've given me a, a cop-out uh, um, <laughs> to suggest two because that's really a cop-out. It makes it, it, makes it so much easier. Uh, um, uh, okay. So, so, off the top of my head, I, I, I think I think I think um, I would also then just sit on two chairs. All right, uh, 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 the the first person in, in, in no specific order um, is 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 Anthony Hunt. He's at at uh, um, uh, the UK firm, um, and the second one is Leon, the current chair. There's two characteristics that that. That's that speaks loud and volumes, but not really loud and volume. Is their calm demeanor? Mm. Both of them. I know that these guys are actually both of them hardcore lawyers. I also know that they are super intelligent. But if you engage them, you would never. They would never give you the impression that. Listen, we are. Bulldogs or hardcore, etc. So, 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 so when I and and, and the, the the lasting impression that I got from both of them, and and which I would want to emulate in my life, is that is 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 their their, their calm demeanor, uh, um, and 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 the ability to just in a calm way, even if we are arguing about a particular point. Or we've got divergent views on a particular point, in in a very calm way, bring across their point strongly, and 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 leave it at that. And uh, um, it's not an easy thing to do. I don't know whether it's whether it's whether it's like uh, something that you can 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 learn, but it's it's certainly a characteristic that I that I that I that I value. And that I've learned a lot from in all my engagements with them because I've engaged with them um, a, a lot even before they were on 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 the exco. Um, so, and I'm not including the chairperson because he's the chairperson. Mm. You, you've probably you've you, you've met him before. You've had a, co- a podcast with him. That is just his demeanor. But I would never let it fool me because I know that these guys are actually hardcore and, and they can be bulldogs, but in their own in that but they in their own ways. So yeah, they 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 they, they the, the the two of them stands out for me. 
Clive, that's a great answer and a great way to end the podcast. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks, 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 thanks a lot for, for, for having me. You've been listening to the Lawyers Associated Worldwide Podcast Series with Peter Gowers, the podcast where LAW members go one-on-one to discuss their professional and personal lives. More episodes coming soon.